second. I will uh, like to notify my friends on the gab that uh, I am periscoping. Here we go. I mastered it. I'm 59 years old and I can do it just like a millennial. So, uh, but my kids dragged me into the uh, uh, first into the 20th century, then into the 21st. Uh, welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my Periscope. Let me introduce myself. Uh, the name is Andre Lefevre. Uh, I am an extreme libertarian, uh, independent uh, citizen journalist. I practice something that's very legal nowadays in the Western world and the United States especially, and that is called the First Amendment. Uh I'm coming to you 12 miles east uh, of Los Angeles, California. Obviously, it is uh, 6.06 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and it looks like uh, we are being perpetrated another racist hoax. And I'm going to cover a few stories today, but this uh, jumped at me like nobody's business. What a day. What a day. Jesse Smollett is being uh, officially declared a suspect in uh, making a false report of a racist attack. Uh, Nick Sandman uh, filed a quarter of a billion dollar lawsuit against uh, Washington Post. I think the deep state and uh, the uh, liberal Nazis, the, uh, the Democrat Nazis just couldn't stand it. So I got a feeling that we are being fed another racial hoax to change uh, uh, to change the news cycle. I found this uh, son of a bitch on um, where did I find it? Uh, I found this one on uh, oh on a Baltimore Channel Two WMAR. The headline: Coast Guard Lieutenant Arrested, Accused of Planning Terror attack, and he's being called a white supremacist. So I'm going to go back to it, but let me tell you a couple of more stories that uh, uh, we will go over today. Uh, We have a situation that, thanks to the Russians and to the Iranians, and we didn't do much of anything to do to actually cause that, the ISIS has been destroyed in Syria. And in case you've been asleep during the Obama administration, we created ISIS. CIA created ISIS with the help of Saudi Arabia and Israel. And untold amount of Western women, hundreds, maybe thousands, uh, decided to go and marry ISIS fighters. Well, now that it's destroyed, they're stuck, bum F nowhere in Middle East, and they want to come back to the Western world. And... uh, and looks like uh, nobody wants to take him back. At least Donald Trump tweeted, and I'll go over it today, that he wants no piece of it. Uh, as I said a minute ago, Nick Sandman, that that Covington boy who stoically endured being attacked by the Democrat Nazi thugs in Washington, D.C., uh, on his behalf, lawyers uh, filed a quarter of a million uh, dollar lawsuit against Washington Post. This is the first shot at the liberal uh, Nazi propaganda machine. 
and I got a feeling uh, that before uh, uh, before he is done, uh, the propaganda machine in the form of Washington Post, New York Times, and many many others individuals and outlets are going to make Covington boys crazy crazy rich. Will Chamberlain, a very provocative and interesting lawyer, and um, Periscope personality had a great Periscope yesterday. I'm going to play you a few minutes of his analysis because he is the best at it. Uh, what else do we have here? Just a second. Uh, I also have... Uh, I went over this a little bit yesterday. It looks like we're being duped into a war with Iran. Uh, Mike Pence uh, uh, has been bedmouthing. Uh, uh, has been bad-mouthing uh, Iran, telling them how evil they are in uh, his speech in Warsaw, Poland yesterday. Uh, Netanyahu, uh, the leader of Israel, I think was he prime minister or a president, I think he's a prime minister, had a slip of the tongue and said that we're at war. Um, it looks like neocons want to drag us into the war with Iran and Iran is, is um, I think they're kind of shaking in their boots a little bit. They're making brave noises, but they understand that uh, if we are going to attack them, there's not much uh, uh, they can do. And uh, another story I reported yesterday, as a matter of fact, yesterday I sent, uh, I tried to call the White House, it was busy signals, and I called them. Um, I uh, sent an email to the White House through their website asking President to pardon Roger Stone, who is uh, him and his uh, former partner, Paul Manafort, are true blue political prisoners in the United States, and they are being railroaded by a Gestapo master, a rogue, dirty cop, Robert Mueller. But let's, uh, that's all I have. And also we will go over the news of the day, and we will go over a few other, well, a few other things. And let me find, uh, uh, let's see, what did I do with this? Let's go back to that situation where I think we're probably being hoaxed. As a matter of fact, if I was a betting man, and I don't gamble, but if I was to gamble, I'd bet that this is... Uh, 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 this is the way uh, the Democrat Nazis are trying to change um, uh, change the news cycle. Let me get onto that uh, story. This is uh, WMAR uh, Channel Second. Let me see here. Give me just one second. Here we go. Uh, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Uh, this was just posted just a couple hours ago. Uh, headline, Coast Guard Lieutenant Arrested, Accused of Planning Terror Attack. Again, this is on the day where Nick Sandman uh, 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 is uh, blown up uh, the uh, Twitter with his quarter of a million lawsuit, and Twitter is being blown up with uh, the Jesse Smollett being called a suspect. All of a sudden, we, we found a uh, white supremacist. How... MFing convenient. So let's um, <coughs> excuse me. Let's let's uh, let's read the story and look 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 at the MFing picture. Just look at the MFing picture. So neatly arranged: handguns, shotguns, uh, rifles, 
looks like um, military style uh, machine guns, uh, ammunition. Wow. Wow. Uh, Baltimore, a U.S. Coast Guard lieutenant was arrested and charged with numerous weapons and prescription drug violations. Federal prosecutors said uh, the current charges are the proverbial tip of the iceberg, calling the Silver Spring Man a domestic terrorist bent on committing acts of dangerous, uh, dangerous to human life. FBI Baltimore field agent and Coast Guard investigative service agents arrested Christopher Paul <coughs> excuse me, Hassan, last Friday, according to FBI Baltimore spokesman David Fitz. This month, law enforcement agents found 15 firearms and over 1,000 rounds of ammunition in the basement of his Silver Springs apartment. Let me take a sip of coffee. Continue reading. Uh, a detention hearing for uh, Hassan is scheduled for February 21st in Greenbelt, uh, uh, Maryland. Investigators found that deleted uh, draft emails in Hansen's account that demonstrated extreme views. In one of the letters, Hansen refers to himself as a longtime white nationalist dating back 30 years. Hansen is also believed to have made a list of targets for uh, planned attacks. They included media uh, personalities and Democratic congressional leaders, CNN and MSN, NBC personalities, Chris Hayes, uh, Ari Melberg, Chris Cuomo, and Democratic legislators, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Senator Chuck Schumer, Elizabeth Warren, and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez were among the names found on uh, uh, work computer. Uh, forgive me, ladies and gentlemen, I smell a rat. I smell a major rat. It is another amazing overkill like with Jesse Smollett. You know what? I said before, I'm 59 years old. I have seen what white supremacists are. I uh, have, uh, in, 19, uh, in 1970s, there was, still, there was still a nice cadre of people who did not embrace the civil rights. Nowadays, those people are extinct. Uh, most of the white supremacists, I would even say all of them, are, uh, are controlled by ATF, FBI, and CIA. There is no such thing anymore as an indigenous, violent, white supremacist. That son of a bitch is extinct. KKK went out of business. Uh, U.S. Nazi past, uh, uh, U.S. Nazi uh, party went out of business. If you see somebody recruiting for white supremacists, uh, know that this is more than likely a federal agent trying to entrap you. Few things I am uh, willing to bet is going to happen. We're going to find that son of a bitch has a mental problem. Uh, that FBI, CIA, uh, ATF knew about him. And they just uh, decided to nab him at the right time. Remember, he was more than likely cultivated, cultivated uh, just like a domestic animal, to be arrested at a convenient on a news cycle time to make the news cycle. So uh, I lack the resources to do, to do the investigation, but I cannot wait. I cannot wait for the news to start coming out who the son of a bitch really is. Who this, uh, what's his name again? Um, 
let's see, uh, Hanson, uh, let's see, Paul, uh, uh, Christopher Paul uh, Hassan. Uh, I'm going to do some my own digging on the internet, but I'll bet you pennies to dollars. There are some very bright minds uh, of the millennials now digging into the son of a bitch, trying to figure out what kind of uh, uh, MK Ultra prog uh, program he belonged to. I just cannot believe it's it's way too pat. Way, way too pat. Moving on. Isis Brides, and this uh, this story is actually sad. Uh, it is not a secret anymore that uh, United States uh, intelligence, CIA primarily, and uh, and, and Department of uh, Defense, in conjunction with uh, Saudi Arabia and uh, and Israel, have created uh, Isis. And the reason uh, it was created is because we are in a state of cold war that periodically flares up into the into the hot um, encounters. On one side we have United States, Saudi Arabia, and Israel. On the other side we have Iran, Russia, and uh, Syria. Uh, in the Obama years, uh, Obama White House apparently totally lost control over the neocons and over the CIA. And they decided that they are somehow going to take over Syria. Well, they didn't quite uh, realize that um, Iran and Russia are going to help Syrians. And uh, their creation, or our creation, I should say, uh, ISIS, fell apart. Uh, and the Russians and the Syrians and Kurds stamped those evil sons of bitches out. Contrary to the uh, corporate control media propaganda that we're being fed, uh, our forces did very little to affect this. Well, uh, during the Obama years, when it was fashionable for Western women to marry ISIS fighters and move to the Middle, uh, Middle East, uh, untold amount, hundreds, maybe thousands, left their home uh, uh, countries in the West, the United States, Canada, Great Britain, France, and they uh, married uh, ISIS fighters. Some of them married, uh, since the mortality rate among those sons of bitches was, was high, some of them married several times. Well, now Kurds and Russians and Syrians exterminated uh, that uh, caliphate, that menace. And there are many women, Western women, who found themselves without support, without husbands, with children, who want to come back. And um, let me read you some headlines that we have. Um, let's see here. In 2015, the headline, I'm going to practice my beheading skills. The most disturbing, disturbing tweets from... Uh, uh, jihadi brides, and now those uh, jihadi brides want to come back. Uh, let's see, and that was on uh, mamamia.com. In the mirror in 2016, desperate ISIS uh, commanders now sending females fighters to die in combat. Uh, let's see, in, two, uh, in 2000, uh, let's see here. 
uh, in 2015 Business uh, Insider. A 20-year-old Alabama woman joined ISIS after receiving an innocent graduation gift. And the innocent graduation gift consisted of a cell phone uh, her father gave her, and uh, she met uh, a man, a Muslim ISIS fighter in, uh, in the Middle East, and she went and joined him. Well, now she wants to come back. Uh, her name is... Um, Let's see, her name is uh, Hoda Muthana. And let me bring you the tweet that President Trump made earlier today. And in his tweet, he said, I have instructed Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and he fully agrees not to allow Hoda Muthana back into the country. Um, she is not alone. Uh, this is a dilemma that Canadians, French, and the English governments have. What do you do with those females? Now, uh, let me tell you how awful the situation is. While these Western uh, women voluntarily went to the Middle East, not only to uh, pleasure and support and comfort uh, uh, that evil called the cult of Islam, uh, death cult of Islam uh, that has created, uh, they were trying to recreate the caliphate by killing and beheading uh, people. Uh, it, was, uh, it was based upon murder. If you remember those uh, terrible, absolutely awful footage of ISIS fighters dressing um, their Christian victims into the orange uh, jumpsuit and then chopping their heads off on camera. Uh, well, those women uh, also uh, fought with the ISIS. Uh, there are plenty, plenty of evidence that a uh, great number of them carried arms and also committed authorities. They were instrumental into enslaving and abusing Christian women from the Middle East. While those Western Muslim women uh, gleefully left uh, uh, our comfortable West and went to the Middle East, uh, not only they uh, made uh, the uh, uh, the uh, monsters of Islam comfortable, uh, they also assisted in enslaving indigenous people in the Middle East, the Christian Arab uh, ladies, and who were sold uh, who were sold on the open markets, uh, used as uh, servants and as sex slaves by their husbands. Uh, and uh, many, uh, very often the kill. Um, I am glad that uh, President Trump is taking that position. I hope uh, all Western leaders will grow a pair. They made a choice. It's a moral choice. Uh, it is. Uh, it, it is something that cannot happen. And. Uh, Jack Posobiec had an interesting tweet. He said, well, how can we be guaranteed that these women, when they come back, are not going to start any more uh, terrorist cells in the, in the West? And he's, uh, he's absolutely correct. He is absolutely correct. And this is a problem that we're going to have for a while. There are awfully a lot of Western women who are stuck in the Middle East and he wanna, who want to come back. And for now, they cannot.
Nick Sandman, the Covington boys. Well, the first shot has been fired and has been fired hard. Uh, Nick Sandman's lawyer has uh, uh, Nick Sandman's lawyer has uh, filed a lawsuit against uh, Washington Post, who defamed uh, the Covington boys. Uh, and in case you don't remember. Uh, there was a group of uh, American Indian protesters and uh, black uh, um, black hard left protesters who saw in Washington D.C. saw a bunch of children, uh, white children from Covington, Kentucky Catholic school, uh, who were part of the uh, pro-life demonstration. Many of those kids were wearing red MAGA hats. So the, um, the hard left thugs approached them, harassed them, uh, tried to uh, attempt to, to create a physical confrontation. Thank God that the Covington boys had, uh, had a lot of disciplines and, and they did not, did not bite. But what happened later is that, that uh, the hard left thugs uh, lied, uh, lied about that. For a weekend, the whole press defamed, besmirched, and uh, absolutely demeaned the, the innocent um, Covington boys. Well, <clears throat> thank God the parents hired some good lawyers, and uh, the young man, Nick Sandman, who was besmirched the most, is the first to file a lawsuit against, um, against the Washington Post. Uh, I have a favorite legal uh, and political... Uh, Commentator. He's a lawyer, a young lawyer out of Washington D.C. His name uh, is uh, Will Chamberlain. I listen to his I listen to his, uh, I listen to his uh, periscopes almost religiously. Very intelligent man, and uh, I think uh, I expect a lot of things from him in the future. Uh, let me play a little cut, uh, about two or three minute cut of his uh, analysis yesterday. Uh, of uh, what is um, what is going on with that lawsuit? Uh, he is very good at analyzing those things. Let's see here. Uh, let me do this. Here he is. Oh, Nick Sandman, through his attorneys, is suing the Washington Post for two hundred and fifty million dollars. It's non-trivial. Um, it is, I read the complaint. Uh, you can find the complaint posted on Al Linwood's Twitter account. Uh, he, it's a fairly lengthy complaint, but it, oddly enough, it only has a single claim, which I was slightly surprised by, but totally understand the claim is defamation. And it's not too hard to understand the dynamic at play. Uh, it's an excellent legal work in terms of the quality of the writing is very good. And it tells a very compelling story. Um, there are a few moments that I really do love, and I really also, like, there's a sense of humor about the way in which this number was selected um, in terms of why did they pick $250 million, quoting from the complaint, in order to fully compensate Nicholas for his damages and to punish, deter, and teach the Post a lesson it will never forget. This action seeks money damages in excess of $250 million dollars. The amount Jeff Bezos, the world's richest person, paid in cash for the Post when his holding, when his company Nash Holdings purchased the newspaper in 2013. So, uh, 
the point being, it's, it's a symbolic number that's being pulled out here, $250 million as the requested relief. Uh, looking at it, I think it was $50 million in actual damages and another $200 million in punitive damages. Um, one of the things that the complaint does very well is it, it goes in detail and is very rigorous about examining the myriad defamatory statements that were made by the Washington Post or republished by the Washington Post. And it makes a very compelling case. I, I think the, the complaint is extremely strong, largely because Nick Sandman's complaint, Nick Sandman's case is very strong. He was very clearly defamed uh, and he is not a public figure, right? He, he just isn't. So if I were at the Washington Post, I would not be happy about this. That said, fair warning, fair warning, uh, the likely person who's gonna pay of this suit, understand what this suit is, guys. This is the get the money suit, and I'll explain. The Washington Post has defamation insurance, guaranteed, right? Biggest newspaper in the country. Uh, they carry insurance against this sort of litigation. Heck, I mean, I've, I was at a competitive enterprise institute and you know, that's just a nonprofit think tank and they have defamation insurance as well. So you got, you better believe that an entity like the Washington Post heck, carries defamation insurance. Um, whether, you know, there might be some, you know, the insurer might think that it doesn't apply, but the odds are that they're there, you know, there's, there's a pile of gold in that, them, their hills that Nick Salmon is going after. That said, um, even if, you know, we won't, it won't make the Washington Post go bankrupt because they're insured for this eventuality. It's certainly not a good thing for the Washington Post to have to pay a very large defamation settlement, which is what I think is going to happen here. Cause you heard it here first, this case isn't going to trial. There is no way the Washington Post is going to go in front of a Kentucky jury and try and persuade them, you know, that they, they didn't actually defame the kid and that they shouldn't be awarded a lot of damages. No chance this goes to trial. So there's, I think what, this is my prediction for what's going to happen here. Uh, this is going to settle and uh, it's going to settle before summary judgment, right? It's going to settle. Uh, after the motion to dismiss and maybe a little bit into discovery. Um, but I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll take that long for Nick to get justice in the form of settlement. The reason being that much of the dilemma here and much of the difficulty, you know, for Nick Salmon and his lawyers come, will come in the early stages of litigation at the motion to dismiss stage. That's where uh, they're going to make arguments like the idea that Nick might have been a public figure because he was thrust into the spotlight. Um, they're going to make arguments about uh, if they can win that argument, that that argument might make it easy. Um, and then they're going to win argument. They're going to try and make arguments about negligence, so that's going to be a fact kind of question. So that probably won't get resolved at the motion to dismiss stage. But they'll try the public figure question. But if they lose that, I just can't imagine them wanting it to go further. Um, it's a big black eye, you know, I'm kind of, I'm thinking of the best. Anyway, so that was, uh, uh, that was, uh, that was that, um, that, uh, that was that. Well, um, let's see, um, the next uh, story that I have is that are we being duped into a war with Iran? And um, Iranians actually think that it is possible. I am uh, 
Let's see. Let's 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 do this meticulously. It looks like um, our neocons are eyeing Iran as a possible way to uh, recoup the money that um, they have lost on uh, military orders uh, because the Iraq War has ended and the um, the war in Afghanistan is winding down. Uh, our neocons are trying to start something in uh, uh, in Venezuela, but they're also trying to start something in um, in Iran. Just think about this: how profitable that war would be for uh, the defense contractors. It, it would be astronomical billions of dollars in profits that, that they're going to make, and they're not going to let go. Now uh, uh, the uh, uh, the uh, Iranians are taking this actually, actually taking it very, uh, very seriously. Um, I'm on NBC News. Um, uh, uh, I'm on NBC, on NBC News, and let me bring this uh, this up. Uh, the headline, and that's from uh, the 16th. Uh, starting war uh, with Iran would be suicidal. Iran's foreign minister says. And contrary to the popular opinion, Iranians are not stupid. It's a very old and sophisticated culture. It rivals that of Europe. Their problem was they never they embraced uh, Islam, and that retarded their technological um, progress. Because uh, uh, the death cult called Islam is uh, it really destroys culture. But not everything was destroyed. Um, they are actually fairly sophisticated in their understanding of uh, geopolitics and their own goals. Uh, and, and they have very, very straightforward goals. They want to dominate the Middle East. They think the Middle East is in their sphere of interest. And they're supported by Russia and they're supported by um, Syria. And they look at Syria and Israel and us as an obstacle to dominate all of the Middle East including uh, Egypt and possibly North Africa. And uh, since uh, they are very carefully listening to, to what the Trump administration have to say, um, this is uh, what the foreign minister of Iran said last week. Uh, Iran's foreign minister, Mohammed Javadi uh, Zarif, has warned the U.S. and its allies that it would be suicidal to start a war with Iran, accused of Washington of having a pathological obsession with his country. In a wide-range uh, exclusive interview with NBC News on Friday, Zarif said that the same gang behind the 2003 Iraq war is uh, as added again and pushing for the war in his country. And, you know, he's not wrong. Um, the neocons made a bundle on the, on the Iraq adventure, and uh, they're pretty sure they can make, uh, the, they can make a bundle on, um, on the war with Iran. Uh, Netanyahu, the Prime Minister of Israel, let the uh, cat out of the bag, and uh, uh, let's see, we are on Newsmax, uh, and this story was posted on uh, today. Netanyahu is right, Israel, U.S. allies at war with uh, Iran. Uh, he is not mincing words. Now let me read you a couple of paragraphs of, of this. Just before a U.S.-sponsored conference that was supposed to be about uh, Iran, but isn't, Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu changed the subject back again. At the conference in Warsaw, he said Israel would be meeting 
in public with Arab foreign minister in a, uh, to advance a, a, the common interest of war with Iran, according to a tweet from his office. Yikes, Twitter, uh, Twitter pounced. Uh, headlines are blared. The Prime Minister office swiftly erased the tweet and claimed there was a translation error. A new tweet changed the war with Iran to combating Iran. But um, you know what? He just he just misspoke. You know, it, 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 it is obvious. It is obvious that uh, our defense contractors will uh, use uh, Israel and will use uh, Saudi Arabia and our troops to make obscene profits. I don't know what needs to be done uh, in the Middle East. Uh, Iran, uh, I Iran is not a nice, cuddly, friendly place. It is, a, it is a hellhole. Uh, but it is allied with Russia, which has huge arsenal of nuclear weapons. So um, going to war with Iran. Another endless war in the Middle East. How did the Iraq War work out for us? How did Vietnam War work out for us? How did the war in Afghanistan work out for us? I'm afraid that if we go to Iran, it's going to be a hundred times worse because Iran is a little bit more affordable. I'm not saying that we can't kick their ass. Of course we can. It, it, it would not. It's not really a contest, but. But if uh, Iraq and Afghanistan are sort of uh, made-up countries uh, created by the departing British uh, Empire, Iran is a cohesive culture with a sophisticated uh, understanding of many things. So is Russia, by the way. So is Russia, by the way. Um, yesterday, I saw a, um, and we are on uh, on uh, on NBC News. Trump administration launches global effort to end criminalization of homosexuality. Uh, if you uh, read this, and if you watch the news, uh, it is aimed uh, at accusing uh, Iran of executing homosexuals, especially one person executed recently. What I have uh, seen on the internet, and those are unconfirmed reports, that that particular homosexual person who supposedly was executed for having sex with somebody of the same sex apparently may have murdered two children. Uh, he was apparently, may have been a pedophile. I, I, I have not confirmed, but I have found those things. So not everything is cut and dry. Uh, don't forget that Saudi Arabia will execute homosexuals too. Uh, so will Sudan and so many other Muslim countries. Yet uh, uh, the ire that uh, NBC and the corporate control media is against Iran. Moving on. Roger Stone did nothing wrong. You remember when uh, almost uh, 30, like 28 or 29, jackbooted thugs of the FBI, and forgive me, good agents of the FBI, not all of you are jackbooted thugs, but those, uh, but those guys were, uh, woke this uh, man of, uh, in his late 60s who was peacefully sleeping with his wife and arrested him by raiding his home as if this was a well-protected compound of some drug uh, Kingpin. Uh, 
the agents were armed to the teeth, and it was obvious uh, tactic to scare the bejesus out of somebody, uh, to intimidate somebody to the point of, uh, of, of, of them being so scared uh, that they would say anything and everything to avoid being hurt. This is the reality in 2019 in Washington, D.C. We have our own homemade Gestapo. It is headed by a dirty cop by the name of Robert Mueller. He wants uh, Roger Stone to make up stories about Donald Trump, accuse him of some non-existent Russian collusion BS. So uh, the Gestapo chief, dirty cop, Robert Mueller can remove a dirty, duly elected American uh, president. That's where we're at. Now, he's being helped. Uh, he's being helped by a corrupt, uh, by a corrupt judge. Uh, her, um, her name, uh, her name is uh, U.S. Judge Amy Berman Jackson. Uh, she, let me, let me, let me, let me get into it. I talked about it yesterday a little bit, uh, as well. She did a very, very simple thing. She dismissed the lawsuit from, uh, Benghazi parents. If you remember, uh, during the Arab Spring, during the Obama regime, uh, United States, uh, turned uh, Libya into a failed state because uh, CIA needed to run weapons through Libya uh, to ISIS so they can topple um, uh, Syrian regime. Well, that didn't work in Syria. It didn't work in Libya. And for one reason or another, those cuddly, wonderful ISIS people who are running guns through Benghazi uh, killed four Americans, including our ambassador, of uh, Stevens. It was so blatant. He was given no security and uh, our State Department was protecting the terrorists who killed our ambassador. It was so blatant that the relatives of uh, people who died in that consulate sued uh, Hillary Clinton personally. Uh, Hillary Clinton was so um, arrogant that, that she didn't even uh, uh, show up in court. So default, um, so default judgment was uh, uh, made against Clinton, and then enter uh, U.S. Judge uh, Amy Berman Jackson, and if you're watching me on Periscope, you can see her face. She simply dismissed the lawsuit for no particular reason, just dismissed it, wouldn't even let, uh, let uh, the accusers have their day in court. Well, on Friday, uh, since this judge miraculously is overseeing Roger Stone's um, uh, persecution and Paul Manafort's persecution, what an effing coincidence. It's just a coincidence. Of course it's just a coincidence. Well, Roger Stone's got cojones. When he was uh, partially gagged on Friday by, by, uh, by this monster of a judge, uh, he, on his um, Instagram, he posted her picture, and he uh, made a post. Let me read it. 
through legal trickery, Deep State uh, hitman Robert Mueller has guaranteed that my upcoming show trial is before Judge Amy Berman Jackson, an Obama-appointed judge who dismissed uh, the Benghazi charges uh, against Hillary Clinton and incarcerated Paul Manafort prior to his conviction for any crime. Help me fight for my life at uh, stonedefensefund.com. Now, uh, the judge cried like all MF and uh, lefties, oh, I'm a victim, because you see the little circle with a cross on it? Well, she claimed that it was a threat to her life, that this was a target. I mean, any, any intelligent person uh, would laugh at that assertion. But not, uh, but not hard left Nazis, not Democrat Nazis. So uh, this uh, corrupt judge ordered, uh, uh, ordered uh, Roger Stone to appear before her, I think it's tomorrow, and it's expected that she will uh, revoke his bail, and he is going to be put uh, in jail, probably solitary confinement, just like she did to Paul Manafort. Uh, those two gentlemen are uh, political prisoners, and I think President Trump should uh, pardon them, and I um, will, as time goes by, I'll keep on calling the White House and sending them uh, letters. And um, I never tell people what to do, but uh, it would be a good idea that uh, I'm not the only one who's doing it. I really hope many other people will be doing that. Well, um, let's, uh, let's move on. We came to the point where let's uh, see what else is new, what else uh, is considered news uh, uh, in Washington, D.C. Uh, let's see. Let's see here. Here we go. We are on uh, Donald Trump's uh, uh, Twitter feed. Let's see. Uh, we already seen this tweet. I have instructed Secretary of State Mike Pompeo, and he fully agrees not to allow Honda Muthana back into the country. That ISIS bribe. Uh, what else did he tweet? We have just built a, the, this powerful wall in New Mexico, completed in, uh, on January 30, 2019, 47 days ahead of schedule. Many miles more uh, now under construction where at least our president is paying lip service to building the wall. So I support him on that. Uh, let's see, what else? 13 hours ago he tweeted, California now wants to scale back uh, their already failed uh, fast train project by substantially shortening the distance so that is long goes from LA to San Francisco. A different deal and record cost uh, overrun. Send the federal government back the billions of dollars wasted. Well, you know, uh, during the Obama years, um, the fat cats in California, the professorial ruling class already made their money. And guess what? Uh, I'm a California resident. Um, we're paying it. We're, we're paying it back to the California Treasury. Not fun. All right, let's let's check out what Drudge report. Things as news. Um, well, front and center, New York Post, liar, felony charge, uh, hate ho hoax crime plot turns against Empire Star. Let's uh, let's click on it. 
And let's see what's going on there. Uh, let's see. Jesse Smollett uh, attacks Smollett charge with disorderly conduct for <coughs> uh, for filing false police report. Prosecutors say, um, "Yeah, we know that already." All right, um, moving on. We are on uh, on. Uh, see, we're on. We are on uh, Washington. Oops. We are on uh, Washington. Hmm. I thought it was on Washington Post. We're just loading. Let's see what Washington Post has to say. Uh, top uh, left, Justice Department preparing for Mueller report in coming days. Uh, probably talk about it tomorrow. Um, it, it is. Uh, that non-existent Russian collusion and the dirty cop Mueller situation. Um, I don't want to talk about it in passing, but that's what's on the minds of Jeff Bezos' uh, Washington Post. Let's do New York Times. Let's see what New York Times have to say. Let's see here. Here we go. It's loading. It's loading. It's always slow for some reason. I guess they're checking if I can read the New York Times. If I was them, I wouldn't let me. But, okay, uh, top left, the White House will study whether climate change is national security threat. I can't help by laughing. Green New Deal. Uh, the panel would include a White House advisor whose views are sharply at odds with scientific consensus on global warming. You know what scientific consensus on global warming is? That the MFR is an attempt to uh, have one world government. Man-made global warming don't exist. That's the scientific consensus. Everybody else is a hack. Uh, well, I am on my own website, wildnews.us. Visit it. I write a blog. Um, admittedly, I post, uh, upload a new blog uh, post not as often as I should. Uh, but check it out, it's interesting. Um, I have uh, the whole library of, uh, of my live streams and interesting videos from, uh, from other people uh, that you can check out. I have a conspiracies page that I follow some conspiracies. Uh, not all, I don't have time for it, but uh, I follow some conspiracies. Now, um, I am uh, looking for somebody to join me on my live streams once in a while to enhance the quality of uh, my podcasts and my periscopes uh, to discuss uh, things political, things interesting, things cultural. Um, person doesn't have to agree with me, but has to be intelligent and uh, well, uh, well spoken. Uh, if you're interested at all, uh, go to my website, wildnews.us, click on the contact info tab. My contact information there, including my uh, phone number. I have to caution you that unless you know me personally, email me first. And my email is wildnews at protonmail.com. Well, uh, ladies and gents, uh, 
I am a true blue citizen journalist. Uh, I don't get paid for this. I just took uh, an hour after I was done with my workday uh, to do this podcast, uh, to do this uh, live stream. It's now for me to finish up the minor paperwork I have left and to go home because I have a woman at home who is going to start calling me in a few minutes asking why am I not home yet. Uh, thank you very much for joining me on this Wednesday evening. I appreciate it a lot more than I can ever, ever express in words. Have a blessed evening, and uh, God bless you, my friends. God bless you.